ITTP, ITTP, it's time to party. Hosted by yours truly, Chu Cheesy and Mr. T. Continue the It's Time to Potty Marathon, episode 18. We have a very special guest, Jessica from Big Brother, season 21. Jessica, welcome to It's Time to Potty. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me. No problem. Absolutely. All right. So let, let, let's run back to Big Brother and then we'll work our way to the present day. So your big, your big brother experience, leaving the house. We'll, we'll, I know you talked an ample amount of everyone. Every Big Brother contestant talks an ample amount of their experience in the house. But once you left the house, what was that first day like? What, what were some of the things you did in that first day? And, and how kind of shocking was it to, to reenter the real world? R- run us through that process. So are we talking, are we talking about right after we talk? Cause I went to jury. So jury is a whole nother experience, right? Right. right. So but, you were saying after the jury house. So after the entire game was over finale night, the day after finale. Um, well, the day after finale, it definitely was a little bit shocking. I mean, I think it was just, um, uh, just a lot of things happening on the outside and obviously the phone like as soon as as soon as finale ended and our party wrapped, they gave us our phones. And so I think it was just very overwhelming. Um, obviously, it, it's to get all of these text messages and then find out how you're perceived in the real world that very first day. I mean, obviously, the first thing that I wanted to do was just talk to my family. So I mean, immediately. I called my husband, I talked to my daughter, and then everything, like, I just asked her, who do I need to watch out for? (laughs) I mean, because you know, because you don't really, you don't really know, you, you just have these, um, these feelings of these are the people that I care about most in the house. And these are the people that I'm not quite sure about, were those feelings correct? And so, you know, got some confirmation, don't really talk to this person too much, kind of stay away from that until you get to see what, you know, until you get to see everything that they've said and you can determine yourself. So it was just a, a, just a plethora of things. But the first one was definitely that of just being on the phone and figuring out how do people perceive me outside of the house? Who are the people I need to watch out for coming out? Because I mean, I I was with them for a few days after too. So yeah. Right. So you said, you know, like the people outside, who you need to watch out for. Was there, who are you still in contact to, to this day? And is there anybody that you've lost contact with and, and how's that whole process been? Um, well, you know, there's a time, um, I've always been the person in the house who's probably the most, uh, bipartisan, I would say out of all of them, you know, I never really, um, had a tremendous amount of problems with anybody. So I would say that I do have contact with a majority of the people in the house, either through, um, you know, just being on a group text. A lot of us are on a group text together. So it is whenever they, you know, whenever we decide to message and and just kind of check in on one another. Um, but so, so that would be it. The, the people, I mean, to be quite honest, the only person that I haven't talked to since the show has been Bella. 
And um, in the, nothing against her. It's just I, I, there's there's just no need, you know. So I feel like I did it. And and um, she was kind of like pre, you know, she was pre-jury, and um, we didn't get along in the house. So being outside of the house, there was really no need to kind of, you know, try to be friends. Other um, other than that, everybody else, I'm still pretty. Um, I, I I know pretty much what's going on with them for the for That's the awesome. most part so you know we talked about leaving the house and, and your initial reaction say you know big brother canada is going on right now let's speak hypothetically say you were playing you know big brother right now and leaving the house obviously they're aware of it now but leaving the house to something as serious and and as globally known as the coronavirus how do you think leaving the house entering a world that, that that's kind of taking place in? how do you think that transition would be i i think that it's well i mean for for us, it would, it probably wouldn't be a problem being isolated. That's for sure. <laughs> cause it right. actually took me, cause it actually took me quite some time. And even with big brother contestants that I've spoken to in past, it takes you a while to adjust to the real world. So it's actually like the, the, the self isolation and, you know, and, and trying to self distance is probably not a bad thing. It's definitely not going to be hard for them because they're not going to want to be around a lot of people being around big groups and things of that nature is actually really hard. The first couple months coming out of the house. Um, and it just, but with the news and everything, I think it's, it's going to be very overwhelming for them in trying to kind of research absolutely everything. And then really depending on how people around them are responding to it, I think it is, is very different too, because you have some people who are taking this insanely serious, um, some that are insanely panicking and mm-hmm. others that don't believe that it's even happening. So I, I think it, it's going to de- depend on, you know, on that person, but um, I, I honestly don't think that it would be too hard for them unless, you know, they're, they're directly around people that are, you know, it, it's all going to really depend on the people that are surrounding them. So, Jessica, um, some Big Brother contestants, they rewatched this their season they were on, but some don't. Um, did you rewatch your season of Big Brother 21? And if so, how is it like watching from that perspective of the television? Uh, uh, I did actually watch my show it took me a couple of months um i even know some people who or some house guests that haven't even watched their season back uh, but i just yeah. felt like i i needed to watch it especially because i'm such a big brother fan i needed to see but i i think watching it is um a gross underestimated realization of like what it actually is like because um i yeah production and as much as i you know I, I want to say like, I love them. It, it was grossly inaccurate. A lot of the things. <laughs> and so it, it actually upset me a little bit. It's, it's um, the way, the way that I saw how it was edited versus what I actually lived um, yeah. in real time is, is very, is quite different. So I, I, but, but at least I know now why some people, um, you know, felt the way that they did, you know, with certain house guests, you know, others got a lot of time. Um, Some others were were noted as big time players, but you know what, everybody there was gaming. So um, yeah, even though I wasn't, uh, you know, 
edited as a problematic character, it definitely didn't show, I think, the the, the ability of what, what I had and, and what I was going for, because every single week, every single day we were gaming. Um, yeah. And and it's true, like a lot of people say, you know, like about 95% of those diary room sessions are are not aired, you know, so there is still a lot of game and a lot of things and thinking and, you know, strategy that isn't being presented. Um, to the public, you know, to, to viewers, whether or not you watch live feeds or not, you know, um, I was, I was the type of person who wasn't talking to the live feeders. We were actually told not to talk to live feeders. I'm kind of a rule follower. It kind of sucks. I hate that about myself, but I, (laughs) had I known, you know, had I known that that was the only way that I was going to be able to really get my strategy across, um, I I probably would have done that. Yeah. And like you said, it really is unfortunate because, you know, Big Brother has such a such a big audience and, and there's a lot of people that don't watch the live feeds and don't know everything that's going on and, and, and kind of mm-hmm. the ins and outs of people's strategy. So it, it is tough to get your strategy across to the live feeders and then those people that aren't watching the live feeds and just rely on the, you know, the three hours a week that it's, you know, actually in, on TV, on CBS. It, it really Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so you said you did watch it. Now, looking back on that, are are you happy that you did watch it? If you could go back, would you have not watched it? What, what, what would your approach be? No, you know what? I'm happy. I'm I'm happy that I did watch it. Look, I I think that um watching it was in my for me at least it was a form of um, it was a form of therapy. I think a lot of people say, hey, this is just a game, but they forget to realize that these are real people and and real life situations happen and there is actual tension. There's a lot of uh, people are experiencing a lot of different things, uh, you know, in and outside of the game. We're also worried about home and house and you develop relationships. So I think that like looking back at it where, you know, if I'm hearing a fellow house guest that I was aligned with kind of, you know, talking to somebody else on a game level, but then hearing, you know, in a diary room that they're just saying this just to, you know, just to make this person happy. You know, it, it yeah. kind of puts you at ease because you're like, oh, they are the person that I thought they were. They did have my back. But at the end of the day, it's really, it's, you know, just how you feel on a personal level with them. Yep. Outside yep. of the house. I mean, like you don't have anything else to go by. And even people to that watch it that say, oh, that person didn't have your back or that person is bad or you were this way to this person. Well, I know how I was. So I I can only give them the benefit of the doubt. And then you create, you know, relationships outside. But watching everything and even now watching things like Survivor, like shows again, watching Survivor, watching BB Canada, those are forms of therapy for me as well. And I get to kind of bond with, you know, my house guests and other house guests from previous seasons on gameplay, but also thinking about it differently and saying like, these are also people and there are so much, there's so much more to their decisions than just mm-hmm. what you see on TV. Yes. You said talking to previous house guests, has there been any, you know, former contestants that weren't on Big Brother 21 that, that you've grown close to, whether through tech, social media, or anything like that? Has there been somebody in particular that, that you've grown close to from the Big Brother experience? Um, you know, there there are a few, you know, there are a few, and just, um, and I wouldn't say, like, grow close, like, constantly talking over the phone, because I really never um, do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
to those people out there who plan on auditioning for future seasons of Big Brother, do you encourage everyone to audition or proceed with like a a cautious approach? <laughs> with a caution cautious approach um look i i will always tell them like i had i didn't have um the best time on the show um but i am a gamer and i loved i love the show and i honestly do not regret the experience that i had and is actually one of the the best moments that i've ever had in my life so it (laughs) so i will always tell people um, if, if that to do what I, what I do tell them is to proceed with caution because you need to understand like why you're going, why you're going in it. Like, and, yeah. and if you're a gamer, if you love the game and you love big brother and you've seen every season and you've watched, you know, live feeds and all, and, you know, then great, do it, yeah. go for it. Um, if you're just doing it to to get some, you know, just just to get some some social fame out of it, I'd be like, you know, proceed with caution. It's definitely not something that you that you want to do. Like, look, Big Brother fans are some of the best and some of the worst fans in the yeah, world. Absolutely. You know, so you um, you know, so you need to be prepared to go in and know that if you're not a gamer, you're going to be ripped to shreds. Um, And, and if, if, Hey, and if, if you have the heart for it and you, and you have the stomach to be able to do it, then, then great. But it it is very, it's very hard and very disheartening because, you know, I feel like BB Canada right now, there's, you know, some contestants that, that didn't think that quite through. And that's why you're seeing a lot of talk about self eviction and it's not an easy game. It's not an easy game. It's going to test you at every level, you know, personally and, you know, game wise. So I always say you got to proceed with caution. You got to, you know, there's so many factors. Right. And like you said, Big Brother fans being some of the best and some of the worst. And it's terrible because we, you know, we do this podcast. So we're involved with the survivor community a little bit, the amazing race community and no fan base, at least on social media, is as vile and is kind of just just rude as the Big Brother fan base, just because, you know, the contestants are just under 24-7 surveillance, so I, I guess that, and you have a lot more times to slip up or say something that somebody doesn't like. It, it's just, it's tough. And I commend every single person that plays Big Brother, and like you said, you definitely have to proceed with caution. Oh, so, definitely, yeah. We're the only ones that you get to see at 24-7, um, and one week you will love us, and the next week you will, you know, think that we're complete idiots, and or, yeah. you know, you have just enough time to, to, to hate us, or you just, I mean, I get hate specifically just because I wasn't a part of a specific, you know, agreement, or an alliance, or a person that they loved, and and it's actually quite insane. I mean, yeah, yeah, people people feel very strongly about this game in particular. Right. So let's, you know, th- this upcoming summer, hopefully if everything goes well, Big Brother 22 is going to be on. Do you, do, you, do you plan on watching it? And, and if so, do you have any predictions for maybe a cast or any returning players? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I will be, I definitely will be watching, you know, um, even before I was on the show, I was a, I was a gamer. I watched Survivor and, um, and I watched Big Brother as well. Um, 
So I definitely am excited to, and, and you know, hoping that it all goes through and that there's actually <laughs> a yeah. show this, this summer, which I'm really, really hoping for. Um, I, you know, they have a formula. That's, that's, that's all I'm going to say. It's like, they're, they're 16 people and there's a formula to it. What I would like to see is a little bit of change. I think that the past two, I mean, even right now with what's going on with BB Canada, what went on with BB 21, um, there was just like a lot of, you know, racial and misogynistic, uh, you know, tension mm -hmm. in, in the house. And I just, um, while casting can't really predict, you know, what, how, how all of us individually are going to act, uh -huh. you know, I, I think that that representation really does matter and it needs to be more of a diverse group. And there's just not, there's not enough diversity in all aspects, you know, age diversity, racial diversity, um, uh, body diversity. Um, it, it's just not, it's not enough, you know, like to, to yeah. say that you have 16 people and only four of them are above the age of 30 is ridiculous, you know, mm -hmm. to Great have point. 16 people and only have five out of the 16 be minorities of other, you know, just others you know, yeah. um, is kind of, is, is ridiculous. There needs to be a better, a better mix in order to see a better, you know, in, in order to see a better show, Oh yeah, right. um, you know, and, and, and to keep you on your toes, it's why survivor works so well, you know, you have older people who are able to make more mature decisions. You have, you know, people that, um, that take the game more seriously. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely. you know that's how that's what I want you know so that's what I want to see you know I, I, I personally don't want to keep on seeing 22 year olds you know 20 you know five 22 year olds yeah on, on the show and just like seeing people hook up you gotta you gotta have yeah you gotta have the mix okay. you gotta have a mix I'm hoping to have another you know plus size person who kind of you know get some bigger people out there that that are also very you know athletic and are yeah. competitive because I want to see that as well just kind yeah. of you know, mix it up a little bit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those are some great points. So you said you're watching Survivor Season 40. Uh, what are your thoughts on the season so far? And do you have any predictions? Or what are you thinking? Oh, my God, my heart. My heart. <laughs> Yesterday, I drank a whole bottle of wine. Oh, my God. And I, like, wanted to sob. I wanted... I, I didn't even realize I drank the whole bottle of wine. I was just so nervous. And I couldn't... I Look, I'm, I'm a forever Parvati fan. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I actually named... Um, in Big Brother 21, little little fact, I named the Black Widows because of Parvati. Wow. Like, I am oh. the biggest Parvati fan. Yeah, so, absolutely. like, a lot of people didn't real, a lot of people didn't get that, like, reference. But um, it's why I called, you know, Black Widows, Black Widows on season 21. But however, like, oh. I... I'm floored. Like I loved, I love Sandra and not, not because a lot of people don't think that she's a gamer, but she was just, she was so efficient at doing the the least and getting the most out of it. Oh, yeah, you know, she kind of shows you that she, she can play, you know, kind of like in the background yeah. and get it done. But yesterday was just the most epic game move out of Denise and I think Denise is a beast oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. I loved her on her season um so I'm actually still really really happy that she's in the game I didn't think she had it in her she she kind of threw that game piece out like and like she made that move yeah. and it was like the biggest boss move 
that will for sure if she if she stays to top three like she will I I, I couldn't see how she wouldn't win the season so I mean and I'm hoping that that Natalie kind of gets out of edge of extinction because she's been a boss there, you know, with those fire tokens and just, you know, doing what she needs to do to to kind of get herself back on the island. I mean, like, I think it's it's just such an amazing season oh, yeah. overall. And obviously, everybody loves everybody there. I'm still pulling for Yule. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm friends with Wendell and even though right now he's getting mega, (laughs) he's getting hated on so hard right now. (laughs) He's getting a lot. I I feel really bad for him, but you know, because he's kind of being painted as the villain for the whole Parvati um, thing. I mean, he's still a a very smart, he's a very smart guy and a very great player as well. So, you know, I think that it's like you, you, you're hurt because you're thinking, oh my God, no, don't go. But then you still have like five other favorites that are still playing the game, you know? So it's not like one of those where people are like, oh, if this person's out, I'm not going to watch the show. It's like, you still want to see what's going to happen because all of these are pretty much your favorite players from every season. Right. You know, so, so if you, I love it though. If you had to, you know, guess right now, last night was episode six. Who's your, who's your, not who you want to win, but who are you predicting to win the entire thing right now? Look, I, um, I will say that Denise is a very top contender for me, um, mainly because she is so laid back and very, very observant and she's kind of laying low. Like a lot of people are not looking at her, um, you know, a lot of people aren't looking at her at all. Agreed. Like yeah. it was a it was a smart move. You know, she's kind of making Jeremy her Malcolm of sorts. And I was a little worried because I thought she was gonna make like Adam her Malcolm. Yeah. But either way, like she comes in and if, if Adam's still there during merge, like she's gonna have a pretty solid team. Absolutely. And she's a comp beast. You know, she she's able to to you know, to keep herself safe on a physical, you know, for a physical competition. That's right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think, you know, and I think, well, now I'm trying to think Yule's probably like the only old schooler left. So like his, I mean, he might also be able to kind of fly under the radar as well, Absolutely. because, you know, I'm like, his team is pretty much, or his alliance is pretty much dissipated there and you know yeah. he still has Wendell and I mean I wouldn't really trust anybody with Wendell <laughs> after after yesterday yeah. but you know but at least he knows what he's getting with Wendell so I think Wendell kind of put himself in a pretty bad position where he might kind of be the next person out if he can't yeah, get Michelle yeah, on board. Yeah we were saying the same thing last night and excuse me what, what, we were saying last night with Denise like you said if she gets to the final three, that's a move by far the biggest of the season. And you you present that to the jury that you got out the only two-time winner. It's kind of hard to deny somebody oh, yeah. that makes that move, especially that early in the game when, you know, you uh, it was just a, it was an awesome move, like you said. Quality tribal, quality tribal. Yeah. Yeah, and she – and, like, even even if Jeremy wrote, wrote her name, you know, she used her own idol to keep him safe and created this insane bond. Yeah. Like – She's a therapist. I mean, she's a sex therapist, but like either yeah. way, she's good at reading people and she's good at at creating those um, those relationships. Right. 
definitely she's like queen in in my book like I I was actually hoping for her and Parvati to kind of get on board together because that was just like my you know I I really wanted yeah because she was you know she early on she was trying to give Parvati half of she thought she was going to give Parvati half of her of her idol and like Adam kind of suggested against it, but it, it would have been good. I think it would have made sense right now to to do that because Adam's kind of at a very in a very bad place okay. right now. You know, Ben's kind of now um, kind of has you know Sarah and Sophie like in a good in a good place right now. He's kind of odd man out. So I mean, we'll see. It's I like I love it. I just love the dynamic with all of them right now. It's just. It's it's a little hard to keep Absolutely. up, but but you you talked about you <laughs> and something me and Mr. T said on, on our podcast last night was that he seems that he, to be getting the least amount of screen time and in interviews than anybody else. And with Survivor, it's pre-recorded, so you you usually do see somebody that wins or is in the final three with somewhat of an edit and a lot of screen time. Do you think that has anything to do with it? Like I don't know, we were picking up on that yesterday, and, and it really yeah. did bring up some interesting points. Um, I, you know what, it's, it's weird. Um, not really. The the thing is, for me, a winner's edit can be both like it could be, um, it could be either or I feel like when you aren't getting a lot of, um, a lot of screen time. And of course, we're talking about winners and a lot of gameplay and there's only so much you can edit. So if you if you watch, you know, a game like Big Brother, you'll see the difference between a live feed uh-huh. and and the edited and the edited show that plays three times a week versus a one week survivor you can only imagine how much game is being you know is being talked about during that whole time yeah, so um you know I, I think that because all of these are winners all of them are gaming so hard probably that um, there's only so much that they can show. So they have to kind of show everybody during the week that something is happening. So you see a lot of Sandra, you see a yeah. lot of Parvey when you know that they're going to be yeah. sent that out. Makes sense. That makes you know? sense. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, so who knows? I'm thinking, I'm, you know, I'm thinking that maybe um, they're not showing a lot of Yule just, uh, just because, you know, he still has more game you know, more game yeah, to right. play. Uh, I think, but I, I think that it'll be interesting once everybody merges, because I think that's when we'll, we'll I don't think they're really doing edits for who's yeah. winning yeah. yet. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you'll, you'll see a lot of that. You'll see a lot of that once, once the merge that, happens. That should be happening any week now, right? The yeah, merge the week after next week. Two weeks. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think it's oh, next yeah. week. I don't think it's next week because they, they've already showed it. You know, they've already kind of showed the yeah, two we, we, we were thinking the week after next week, the Edge of Extinction uh, comeback challenge, and then and then they would do the uh, the, the merge. That would be a great episode. It would be good. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. I definitely agree with uh, that. I think that's all we got today, Jess. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. It was it was a blast. Thank you for uh, spending the evening with us, and, and thanks for coming on. It's time to party. Really appreciate it, Jessica. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Anytime, guys. I love the chat. All right. Take care. Uh, We'll keep in touch, all right? Okay. Bye. Bye.